going to share something with you that sounds a little bit like bro science, and then I'll explain why it isn't. So you may have heard that the average human has between 10 and 20 pounds of impacted putrefying fecal matter in their intestines. That's not only a source of toxicity, but it's interfering with optimal digestion, absorption, and and assimilation of nutrients. I thought this was nonsense. However, I recently did a deep dive and an exploration after one of my clients went to a detox clinic that was using this specific cleanse that I'd never even heard of, but you probably haven't either, helping people with addiction, helping people with cancers and disease states and getting all sorts of crazy results and moving pounds of this putrefied mucus and fecal matter out of the intestines and colon and completely restoring people's health. So after he had this insane experience, he told me about it. I told him he had to hook me up. And his medical staff were a little bit hesitant, but I eventually convinced them to allow me to get a kit. And I went through this three-day detox. And the first day was kind of challenging, but you're drinking different packets and nutrients and that sort of thing. On day two, I had multiple feet of this rubber-like, almost silicone, gelatinous, mucus feces, almost like it was like every piece of gum that I'd ever swallowed from childhood until now was coming out. I couldn't even believe this stuff was inside of me. And this continued for the next two days until I finished the cleanse. I felt so much lighter, so incredible. I was I was actually taking videos of my trips to the bathroom so that I could show other people because I was completely blown away. And I'm telling this story not only because it's disgusting, but also in kind of a twisted way, a little bit entertaining, but because the reason that so many of us struggle to get in incredible shape, you know, to get off that last 10, 20 pounds. Yeah, some of it's discipline. Yeah, some of it's willpower, but a lot of it is what's going on in your gut. It's these sources of toxicity from the inside. It's the microbes like candida and parasites and and dysbiosis in the gut that are producing endotoxins and inflammation from within your body that are interfering with your metabolic health, running your hormones into the gutter, especially your thyroid hormone, your sex hormones, and your insulin sensitivity. And if you're the type of person that has been fairly healthy, disciplined, doing all the things that you you quote unquote should do, and you haven't yet found that next gear, I would like to help you if this is a mutual fit. I'm going to be working with a small handful of men that are passionate and excited and determined to take their body and their health to its full potential, to get visible abs, a six-pack in the next three to six months. This will involve multiple steps, but essentially we are going to eliminate every roadblock that stands between you and the body you have always wanted and get you in the best shape of your life. We're going to do detailed laboratory tests, a full blood panel beyond anything that you could possibly get at your doctor. Even if you do hormone replacement therapy or anything like that, it blows all of that out of the water. We're going to get a complete minerals and metals test, a complete candida metabolic and vitamins test, a complete omega and inflammation test, complete food sensitivity test, complete stress, mood, and 
metabolism test. We're going to do metabolic typing to create personalized nutrition program for you. And, and then we're going to combine that with biohacks and a proven process and expert guidance from me to optimize your sleep, your gut, your hormones, your nutrition, your training. We're going to use these diagnostics and tools to figure out exactly where there are breaks in your chain, fix those, optimize them, and then combine that with accountability where you and I, you have me walking you through this process every step of the way and showing you exactly what you need to do to get the fat off, to get down to the leanest, most vibrant, ripped, shredded, optimized version of yourself possible. This is only for men who are in a financial position to invest in themselves. It's only for men who are willing to radically change their nutrition, radically change their training, radically change their mindset, radically change their environment. Men who are willing to do whatever it takes to achieve these results and willing to go all in for that 90, 90 day to six month period. We're going to start with a full fight camp, like you are a world-class championship fighter going into the fight of your life. We're going to be 100% focused, dialed in in every facet, like every single decision that you make is either moving you closer to victory or further away. And every choice that you make will either result in you having your hands raised as a champion or getting knocked out. And realistically, this is not for most people. Most people do what most other people do, which is make choices that result in them being fat, sick, depressed, and leading lives of quiet desperation. This is for the 5% of people who are all in, who are excited and determined to explore their full potential during this life experience. If you are interested in having a conversation to see if this is a mutual fit, Go to biohackercoaching.com, fill out the short form, book a time on our calendar to talk with myself or someone from our team. I've never done anything like this before. This is completely comprehensive. All of your labs are included. All of your supplements and biohacks are included. You're going to get my favorite fat burner that you can use. It's I'm, I'm, I'm going to blow the surprise. It's an amazing espresso machine. I'm going to give you the only type of espresso I drink, and I'm going to show you how to use it to burn way more fat. I'm going to show you how to get maximum results in minimum time from your workouts. There's a lot of people that you probably look at them and they might be in better shape than I am at 40 years old and whatever. I think I look pretty good. I'm pretty happy with, with, with the way that I look and feel, but there are some guys that I'm sure are in better shape. I guarantee they work a lot harder than I do. I'll show you how to unlock maximum fat loss, build maximum muscle in minimum time. I'm going to give you my favorite biohack for getting shredded. We're going to literally send you an Airdyne bike, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to use it, what workouts we do. We're going to automate your nutrition. I'm going to send you a juicing machine that you can just load up, hit a button, and it juices it all for you so you don't have to stand there and it's easy to clean. We're going to get you some other stuff for home workouts how to dial in and, and self-quantify your training so that you know that you are in that Goldilocks zone. Too little doesn't work. Too much doesn't work. You got to be right in the sweet spot. And you're going to have me guiding you through it every step of the way. We're going to create a custom supplement program. You'll have full access to my calendar. We'll be on the phone every week at the beginning. And then once we kind of hit stride with things every two weeks, there's never been anything like this, especially where you have direct access to me. I'm not 
putting you off on other coaches or anything like that. This isn't, um, while this could be a program, I think Dr. Peter Atia charges something like a hundred thousand bucks for a program that isn't even close to this. And I will be taking you through at the highest level with the full diagnostics, knowing exactly what labs to order for you and then how to interpret those labs and then translate those interpretations into actionable results that will help you become the best version of yourself. Then we, we tailor that into the expert guidance phase, as I mentioned, where we're optimizing your gut, your sleep, your hormones, your nutrition, your training, everything. And then you have that expert accountability with me via text message. You're going to be taking photos of your food. You're going to be training six days a week. That doesn't sound sexy, but I'm going to put it out there so that you know what you're getting into. I know I'm talking to the, I'm talking to the psychos in the room. The people who want to push themselves, who want to be challenged, who don't want to just get by, and they want to see what they're capable of if they direct all of their faculties and focus to a proven system that is personalized for them with someone like me in their corner. So if you're interested in this, go to biohackercoaching.com, fill out the short form, book a time for us to talk, and then send me a text message to this number, 847 989 3743. Put VIP in there. If you want to have your application moved to the front of the line, I'm only going to be working with a small handful of guys. If you would like one of those men to be you, let's do it. Much love. This is your life and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brutal. If you had one shot, Everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Nadine Artemis, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show. I'm so happy to be here. Hi. Very happy to have you as well. And I'm excited to discuss natural skincare and oral health and all sorts of uh, fun things with you. And I think we have a lot to share with our listeners that may not be within their sphere of awareness. But before we dive into all the the fun stuff, maybe you could give us a little bit of your backstory or your origin story and how you got into all this. Well, I really feel like it started as a kid. You know, I got luckily to spend so much time in nature and we had a, you know, beautiful cottage by the lake. And so I really spent a lot of time in the forest, um, really in everywhere we lived. Even at my school, we had a lot of nature. And so there's a lot of sweeping of the forest floor and making potions and smushing petals into mud. So some, I just had this thing, right, where I just like love staring at leaves and then smushing them. And then all, then at home, I would either at my house or my friend's house, you know, I'd take like my mom's joy perfume and mix it with the under the counter skull and crossbone stuff, you know, put that in a blender, <laughs> see what was going on. Um, but then luckily by grade nine, I got to channel it a little more. And uh, we had one of those rare moments where you get to do a little more self-directed learning. And there was a science fair project, got to pick our own subjects. And this book fell out at me at the library. And it was about making cosmetics. And that was just fascinating to me as a young teen, you know, pretty much, you know, often a girl's teenagehood can be steeped in like, oh my God, look at all these bottles. I get to like, you know, anoint my body now. But it was really cool, especially the perfume chapter, because I thought, you know, hundreds of little bottles I collected of perfumes and I would mix them up, but I didn't really know where they came from. Of course, they were all synthetic back then, but I got to understand the history and the mystery of perfume 
and how it was connected to ancient Egypt and that there was plants that were distilled and that these things would be known today as essential oils. And you could find them at your health food store. So my mom drove me to the big health food store in the city. And that's where I got my first whiff of like lemongrass, ylang, jasmine. And they, you know, I didn't know at that time, uh, like the difference between naturals and synthetics, but my nose was definitely resonating with this, you know, new molecules. And, uh, you know, then proceeded throughout my teen, you know, was still mixing and making and, you know, I'd do all kinds of experiments, but it wasn't until I got to university and I'm on my own, living on my own, have my own kitchen finally. And as I'm going through school, um, I also happen to live near this health food store that I walk by and it's just like in a house and it's called grains and beans and things. And eventually I bought like every book and every bean. And within that books was all this stuff about, um, you know, all kinds of health things, but also about like how to read labels at the supermarket. And I can't remember the name of the book. It was really, really eye-opening. This is like 1990. And, um, you know, I'm really starting to understand, like, the whole sort of machinery behind the supermarket, that there's sort of only five companies in charge and they're, you know, making all these big food decisions. And that things like brown sugar is really just white sugar with molasses. Or that all brand basically contain the equivalent of cardboard. Or that like your soup might have all these ingredients, but then there are secondary ingredients that would never be listed, right? Like it says cheese, but then it doesn't have the 10 ingredients of the cheese. So then I just sort of turned to my bathroom and, you know, I was totally in the body shop at that stage as thinking it was because it was kind of the first green product. It kind of created the green beauty movement, even though it's full of petroleum and total BS. And that's what I started to learn as I read those labels and realized, wow, there isn't any pineapple in the pineapple face wash. You know, the fuzzy peach bath oil had never been impeached. There is no plant like a dewberry. So it gave me this great, that was a great moment where my beauty got renegade. And then I'm like, oh my God, I get to make my own stuff. Like I finally had an excuse to, to mix all the, that stuff together and, you know, besides sort of going on a food journey from that moment forward, I always ate organic, uh, you know, going forward. And then I was starting to gather all of these beautiful raw materials. So getting in touch with distillers and farmers around the globe, bringing in plant material that I would read about in older textbooks, you know, things like Immortal or Angelica. And then I would bring them in because I wanted to mix with them. And I had to get a whiff of like, why were they mixing that in ancient Egypt? Or, you know, to whiff that, it's like almost you could travel through time to get a whiff of what they were smelling in ancient cultures. And so there I proceeded to, you know, whip up lip balms and perfumes and creams and share and give them and sell them to friends and family. And a lot of progress was happening. You know, people were clearing up skin issues from eczema to rosacea and, you know, these weren't things that typically skincare could do. It usually actually was kind of causing issues for people. So then I graduated, opened up North America's first full concept aromatherapy store. And here I am, like 30 years later. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, I want to dig into some of that because there are some very important things that you mentioned that I think were part of like your epiphany journey as it comes to the, the, the companies and, um, individuals 
corporations, what have you, that provide a lot of our food and cosmetics. You know, so you said you kind of had that aha moment where you're like, um, there was actually a um, a meme that was kind of breaking down and showing how only, you know, five or 10 companies really control everything we eat, like from it's, it's, it's Nestle, PepsiCo, General Mills, Kellogg's, Mars, Coca-Cola, and a few others. Um, but there's sort of this illusion of diversity, this, this illusion of competition, when in actuality, it's a, very much a monopoly. It's pretty and, much Coke and Pepsi, right? Just, yeah, I mean, as and, a metaphor, like there's so much choice and really mm-hmm, so little. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we dig into it too, and we're like, okay, why are there microplastics in cheese? Why do we not have to disclose glyphosate and pesticides on the labels when that's being blamed for Parkinson's and there are class action lawsuits against Paraquat and Monsanto? Um, So I think it's important for all of us to realize, I guess, it's, it's each of our own journey. So I don't want to push my beliefs on anybody else. I wrote about a lot of this stuff first from the perspective of, hey, guys, heads up, not all of this is good for you, but it's in a lot of our stuff. And then after an overwhelming amount of data points and and a variety of epiphanies, I was like, it's not an accident. And in many ways, this is a, a mass poisoning that we are all, you know, lab rats in an experiment. And at least in the eyes of the people providing our food and, um, and, and cosmetics. And I'm not saying that those are your beliefs, but for me, I was like, I I was like, until we start talking about what's really going on, if we're skirting around the issue, those of us that are having these epiphanies and seeing it, I, I sort of look at it as in part our responsibility to our fellow brothers and sisters to discuss what's going on so that we can protect ourselves and our children before it's too late and before our body is so overloaded with stuff that it's too difficult to get it out and we're too run down to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I sure do. I have lots. Um, yeah, I totally agree. And it was really, so this is like early nineties and um, what I was learning then, I just feel like has only, you know, exaggerated. So it was like learning about, you know, fertility for women, fertility for men, like the estrogenization of men um, and the over of women really too. So, and uh, the chemicals yeah. and the glyphosate. Drink, drink, drink your soy milk, men. Drink <laughs> your soy milk. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I even, I write about that in the book and we don't even want beauty products with soy. Like we don't even want to put it on topically. And then things like I was learning about the coming plague and antibiotic resistance. And I was like, it's all coming. And it really not that I'm any kind of harbinger in that way, but I could just be like, I don't think we're on a pathway of improving or going to less chemicals. So I feel like it's only, I guess that I'm happy that I had that. And I'm at that revelation about 30 years ago, because, you know, I think we do need to know that now, like more than ever. And, you know, we definitely, you know, there's, if there's even that feeling sort of cleaning up the chemicals and stuff, well, we can just clean up right with our own bodies. And much of these products really that are really from like an industrial beauty complex, it's, it's this, a lot of the same chemicals coming from, you know, there's a lot of beauty ingredients that come from DuPont, for example. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. You know, you may. And they, as, they, and they make that handy stuff on the uh, nonstick cookware that gives you Alzheimer's. Exactly. The Teflon. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. or um, Shurklisan has been, you know, removed from hand sanitizer, but it's still in toothpaste. Yeah, they just swap it. They just swap it for something else that's toxic that is outside of people's awareness and, and people continue using it and wonder why we get sick. And then we're like having, you know, what, anyway, I don't want to go on too much, too many more rants before we get to talk about beauty products. But um, so I'm going to cue you up in just a minute. I'd like you to talk about some of the things that we really need to be aware of sure. that are in a lot of the things that we're putting in our mouth and on our bodies, right? Things to clean ourselves, cosmetic products, etc. So let that start to marinate. The other thing that, that I feel like is an important shift in consciousness, awareness that is beneficial for all of us to try on is um, if anyone's ever been in like an abusive relationship or knows what gaslighting is, you know, you sort of like, it's, it's like if you have a partner and, and he's, let's say you're a woman and your partner's cheating on you and like you're having weird feelings about it and you're seeing him texting and you're finding weird messages on his phone and odd behavior and lipstick on his collar and you bring it up and he likes, he's like, are you insane? You know, he starts like trying to blame it on you and making you feel bad for even questioning it. A lot of the same tactics are used by these corporations for the things that they are doing to our planet. They're, they're poisoning our planet, they're raping and pillaging the earth, and they're blaming us and saying, oh, it's humanity doing it. All you guys don't recycle enough, and, you, and, and now you're going to cause climate change. Meanwhile, it's the same small group of people, the same small group of corporations that are using these psychological operations to try to gaslight us while they continue to do it. And we need to wake up and see that going on and stop being like, the answer isn't to, to, I mean, yes, recycling more will help, right? Wasting less, you know, just being, being less of a consumer will help. But if you blame yourself, you're just buying into a literal psychological operation that these big corporations have been pushing on us for a long time. They're going to do the same thing with climate change and it's all bullshit. And they're going to get the, the special badges that show that they're ethically producing companies. Yeah. Because yeah. they're making it's the like, rules. And, and then the onus is on it. the little person to like, oh, I hope I recycled. I hope I'm doing this or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's nonsense. And we need to start talking about it and we need to call it out and we need to stop buying into it and acting like we don't have the capacity for critical thinking. Gaslit anyway. Nation. It's a gaslit nation. That's a, I think that's an actual book. <laughs> is there? It's a good book. It's a yeah. good book title. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk. Let's let's bring it to the tangible and and start with the problem, um, and specifically what we need to be looking out for. Like if we're spot checking products, I mentioned that story right before we started recording. Where the other day I like I was I needed some deodorant and some beard uh, oil. I ran into Walgreens and I like quickly looked at what looked natural and I like didn't have the time. So I grabbed it and I ran out and then I checked it in the car later and it's got a whole bunch of bull crap in it. And I'm like, my God, I'm like, they made this look like it was, you know, the good healthy choice. And then you realize it's got all the same junk as, as a lot of these other products. So like, what do you think are the most either carcinogenic or problematic or pernicious toxic ingredients that are in a lot of things where like, if people know what to look for, you're like, keep this off your body, keep this out of your mouth, keep this off your kids. Well, you know, the hall of fame of hazardous ingredients that are used on a daily basis and I guess considered safe is so huge. 
that on one level, it would be hard to pick the winners. That being said, the main goal is to really, you know, get the military industrial complex out of your skin pores, out of your daily routine. Um, for shampoo, you know, you've got sodium lauryl sulfate, and then it's got about 25 derivatives that have different names. Petroleum uh, used in cosmetics has about 50 different names. So it's like, you know, it's not going to say petroleum. It's going to say all these other euphemisms. Um, you know, deodorant has even the quote unquote aluminum stone deodorant or the stone deodorant is got a, a type of aluminum in it that it looks very mm -hmm. natural because it's like a stone, but it, well, it's not mm -hmm. a stone. It's just anyway, a glob. Are you talking about like the crystal, crystal yeah, deodorant? Yeah, the crystal deodorant. Because a lot of people. That's got aluminum in it too. Yeah. So I mentioned that because like in our crowds here, we might be off the, uh, whatever they're called, like menin, but maybe we went and got the crystal deodorant because it even sounds mm -hmm. better. Right. But that still an issue um what do they call it they yeah, don't call it they... aluminum huh what no yeah it's called These like um it's sneaky, like sneaky it's, it's in the name it's in it like a bit it's like you know like a derivative name um okay I'll check so, it there, out. so then you've got like just thinking like your deodorant so you've got a lifetime kind of of wearing deodorant right as people on the planet right now so and for women you know they're going to shave their armpits from time to time so you've got like this micro aluminum going into your armpit for like 40, 50, yeah. 60 Pota years. Potassium, potassium aluminum sulfate. Yes, that's it. So they just, say. they just bind, they just bind aluminum to some other stuff and give it a slightly different name. So if you see aluminum period, it's, it's you, yeah. don't, 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 don't do that. It. Cause the thing too is, I'm sorry, I have to get some water. Yeah, go for it. Um, we don't need any of these ingredients. That's the, you know, the beauty of it all, I guess. It's mm -hmm. actually, it's actually quite like maybe in this moment, if people are listening, they're thinking, oh no, like I've got to like clean out my bathroom or like maybe, or maybe you think there's going to be compromises now and you won't be able to like, you know, have non-smelling pits, but I'm telling you a whole other banquet exists where you can be you know, applying what you need to beautify yourself, so to speak, or brush your teeth or put oil on your beard. And you can be contributing to your immune system, helping your lymph system. And that is just where it should be at. Like, why not have every gesture, every morsel of food be beneficial to our body? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you realize too, like I, a few years ago, um, I, I realized that or I learned somewhere that you can take like high doses of chlorella if you smell. Yeah. And it's like a natural internal deodorant. Yeah. Or fenugreek, even a more exciting. I didn't know that. Yeah. But fenugreek, also you yeah. can take bake like baking soda. Pretty much everybody should have a bag of baking soda in their bathroom. It's just like, you know, you can use it. You If you brush your teeth with just baking soda for the mm -hmm. rest of your life, you are a million times better off than using commercial toothpaste or mouthwash, period. Mm -hmm. And I love yeah. letting people know those simple things. If for your beard oil, if you just like beautiful organic olive oil, mm. done, like, I mean, it can be more exciting than that. And it can be more exciting than using baking soda, but that olive oil, that baking soda, again, a million times better than some. My dog, my dog will love licking that off my beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's interesting. So the, the fenu, fenugreek, that mm -hmm. it helps with, with movement of bowels, right? Well, so yeah, but this, uh, you just eat a little and then this beautiful, especially for men, 
aromatic will mm-hmm. just start piping out of your pits. Um, okay. We make uh, deodorants with sandalwood and different essences. I love sandalwood. Sandalwood. So we we combine and do all these things, but literally just beautiful, true sandalwood essential oil. One drop under each pit will literally make you smell good until your next shower. So if you don't shower every day, like you're good for 48 hours. The other magic of using these real ingredients is that they're antifungal, antibacterial, but they're not choking off the sweat. You know, they're not antiperspirants. They're not disturbing the body. They're not throwing off your pheromones. They're adding to it. And then the fun thing is we have people, you know, they'll work out, do hot yoga. They're sweating like crazy. And people come up after they work out and they're like, how do you still smell so good? Like what is going on? And people are like Pied Pipers. People follow them because they're, you know, emanating such a beautiful, sensual, true aroma out of their pit. So when you combine that sandalwood, or, you know, working with the other essences like we do, you just, it's just rocking, you know, it's just like a whole yeah. other sensuality. I'm getting excited because <laughs> I do love, I love the way I smell. I love the way sandalwood smells and I love the way I smell with sandalwood. And I'd never thought about just putting a drop of essential oil under my armpit. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't seem like it would be strong enough but if you say it is i'm yeah. i'm willing to give it a try well, what, what gave now, me that is it, tip is when i was studying yeah. it in my tw- i was about 23 and i was looking at the botanical um the bio constitute so every oil in a one drop of sandalwood you've got over 500 different botanical constituents in that drop so like you know menthol would be like one of the 500 or more ingredients in a natural drop of peppermint so there's these chemical constituents. So anyway, um, sandalwood has something called androsterone with like a phyto one. And every man and women both emit that from their pits. And so it's this plant pheromone version. So that was sort of like, I'm like, oh, it's going to have such a synergy with the pits. And it just did. And it's like the base of all our deodorants. I like it. And this is, I mean, we're also tying this into, so I want to mention that though, if you guys are digging this and you want to, you, you appreciate the information that Nadine is sharing and you want to check out some of her concoctions, you can go to livinglibations.com, L-I-V-I-N-G-L-I-B-A-T-I-O-N-S.com and enter discount code biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S. Um, we don't make any money on that. We just have her passing through all the discount to you guys if you want to pick up some of this stuff. Um so that's livinglibations.com. And I'll mention it a couple more times as as we're chatting here. But I want to recap and and discuss some more of these, like, because we just talked about consumerism and how like that is is such a cornerstone of capitalism, but also like the very process that is extracting resources from our earth at an unsustainable rate. And you named something like, okay, if you just brush your teeth with baking soda, you know, that's infinitely better than than a lot of the commercial toothpaste and especially like the fluoride, which shuttles aluminum into the brain, you know, which, which many people may or may not be aware of. Um, now with the baking soda, like a a lot of, um, I, I believe that some of the big commercial brands have aluminum in there or at least like aluminum. Yeah. Great question. It's used in in the manufacturing of baking soda, right? It's like aluminum plates. Baking powder. So baking powder, uh, ba- baking, baking powder soda. has aluminum. All baking soda is aluminum free. I had to go into this too, okay. like a while ago, because it is it is a okay. thing. So even which is good to know, like Arm and Hammer, 
is yeah. actually clean. Like, you know, really? it doesn't have a lid on it. It's a hundred percent clean. Now I think there are, you know, better, maybe better brands or whatever, like, but not that Arm & Hammer's bad, but it is just still like a normal big company, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's totally For fine. Sure. There's no aluminum in baking soda. It's in baking powder. And somehow that just got really entrenched. In, yeah, I was yeah. wondering because I'm—I mean, you know, on the internet, you know, you can always trust the internet. But I think <laughs> they talk about like the the baking soda manufacturing process uses like aluminum plates or something, uh, yeah. and somehow I still and somehow think that's that with the gets, powder because. We, that's like, with the powder. Okay, yeah. good. I want to make sure because I'm yeah. not. I'm not claiming I know for sure. I honestly have not spent that much time looking into it. But I'm like, if you ask me, do I trust Bob's Red Mill more or Arm and Hammer more? Exactly. I'm like Bob's Red Mill. Yes. You know, if I'm if I'm putting that stuff in in my mouth and whatnot. Okay, so that's a great one. Brushing your teeth with baking soda. How much do you use? Like just a pinch. And there's so like, in my books, I have like recipes. But like you can just you know you could add a drop of peppermint to that. Or there's a fun thing where you could take. I mean, I think it's fun. You can take a little, like, like a little jar of baking soda, add some diluted hydrogen peroxide, which yes. to 3%. Bring that up next. And yep. let that sit like without a cap so that the moisture evaporates. And then you have this like kind of hydrogen peroxide infused baking soda, which is mm -hmm. really good to use like, you know, a couple times a month when you want to go to extra whitening. But mm -hmm. you just, hydrogen peroxide is... Every household should have it. It's amazing. But you mm -hmm. do, it can be a bit astringent on the gums. And mm -hmm. so, you know, the gums can kind of go, oh, and we always want the gums. I, I talk about the gums being around the teeth like uh, like a good turtleneck. You know, you don't want that cow yeah. neck. We don't want that those receding gums. And yeah, you don't so, want to be long in the tooth. No, you don't. Exactly. <laughs> That's like... <laughs> And so, um, you know, th so that's really good, but you want to like rinse afterwards. You could rinse again with baking soda because it's so alkalinizing that it's really, it's really good for the mouth that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I got turned on to this in like 2018, I was up in Red Lodge, Montana, and we were staying at my buddy's dad. He's got, he's got a cabin up there and my buddy was using, I don't know, like Listerine or something yeah. like that. And his dad in his, in, in his late seventies, you know, we'll talk about Listerine. I want to hear your <laughs> thoughts on that too. So my buddy's like using Listerine and his dad walked in on him and he's like, are you kidding me with that? And he goes, he, he's like, use 3% food grade hydrogen peroxide. He goes, yes. that's what everybody has always used. He's like, it's dirt cheap. It's the best mouthwash. It certainly doesn't have the crap in it that that has. And he's like, you need to cowboy up, son. Yeah, I and love I was just that. like, and then he just kept walking. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. just like he just dropped, dropped, dropped back, <laughs> dropped the mic and left. And I, and I looked into it and I was like, wow, he's right. He's right. You know? So yeah. now I get this um, essential oxygen, just 3% food grade hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, and right. I only do it now and then. Like every day I'll use a copper tongue yeah. scraper and I'll, yep. I'll scrape my tongue with the copper tongue scraper. Yep. That's like 10 bucks, 10 bucks online. And then we every once in a while- Oh, just you do FYI. at Living just Libations. Yep. So perfect. Pick it up at Living Libations. Don't don't go get some hack. You can stuff also from if you China. want to right, right away, like the back of us. You can turn a spoon upside down. You could do that, like because that yeah. is part. We have eight steps. I made eight steps for like cleaning your teeth, and that tongue scraping yeah. is one of them. The Listerine, and all that yeah. family of mouthwashes with the synthetic alcohol. I mean, this was a ten-year-old stat, so I'm sure it's higher now. But thirty-six thousand cases of oral cancer a year in North America from that class of mouthwash. Mm. 
like yeah. you know so what what i think now oops. that we under yeah oops but but no not no not oops it's more like no it's not oops it's still on the shelf so got them got them keep <laughs> keep trusting keep trusting the television so besides the green and all that like you know obviously dyes and everything i really think what like this synthetic alcohol is such an issue because now well, not everybody knows, but we've got, obviously, we know about the microbiome. Obviously, with that, we know about the mouse microbiome. So kind of now that we know that our mouths are really like bustling hives of bacteria, and actually, we want to keep that bustling bacteria, that's actually what's going to keep the dentist away. We don't want this scorched earth policy that's just like how we've been treating the earth with pesticides. And that's kind of what the Listerine does. It comes in and is like kind of a scorched earth situation in your mouth. Like antibiotics, it's removing the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. And we don't want that. So I feel like that imbalance deeply to the microbiome is throwing it off and allowing disease to thrive. So the cool thing about essential oils, because that's really you know, my, this, I feel like very scientific and yet magical palette of ingredients that I work with that are kind of the heart and soul of, of what I think are active ingredients like frankincense and clove to me is far more active and powerful than an aluminum derivative or a petroleum derivative or using something like sodium lauryl sulfate, which is in every toothpaste and is literally causing bleeding and receding gums. And then allowing them to be more vulnerable and spongy to bring, you know, that thing like the, the mouthwash into the body further. So what's super cool about essential oils in this modern time is now we have the science to look back at why are these being used for thousands of years in oral care? And what they discovered is that essential oils like clove and some very much the classic ones that have been used cross culturally and transhistorically in oral care from peppermint, cinnamon, clove, tea tree, frankincense, mastic, rose, all these beautiful oils or plant extracts or just chewing on a frankincense resin, you know, like a thousand years ago. What we now know is that they act as quorum sensing inhibitors, which is QSI for short. And what that means is that, you know, the, the, the negative bacteria, the bad bacteria normally float around in kind of a planktonic state in the body. So they're sort of on their own. And then they do this thing called quorum sensing so that they can express their genes and kind of gang up and group and form biofilms. And what the magic of the essential oils is doing, or something like hydrogen peroxide, is that they're able to clean up the bad bacteria, clean up the pathogens, yet work with the friendly bacteria. So unlike something like an antibiotic, they are cleaning up the bad and working with the good. They're not destroying the good bacteria. So it's like the perfect thing for our mouths and even for our skincare where we don't want to destroy the microbiome on the skin or in the gums because it's literally keeping that whole system alive as gross as it is that bacteria on your face is supposed to eat the sebum in your pore and if we scrub that away laser it away petroleum soy oil it away it's going to mess up the microbiome, and then we're going to get into a vicious cycle of receding gums or, you know, bacteria in the gums, mouth disease, acne, rosacea, blah, 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 that whole thing. 
So in early 2022, almost out of nowhere, I started experiencing massive changes in my body and mental health. My hair was thinning and falling out faster than ever before. I was experiencing mood fluctuations, I was putting on body fat, losing strength and muscle mass. I was even having a harder time remembering certain people's names and things that I knew I knew. My face looked older and I had more wrinkles and there was a noticeable decrease in my sex drive. And then one of the guests that I had on our podcast introduced me to a product called BioPro Plus that naturally boosts your IGF-1 and human growth hormone levels. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check out episode 265 on how to increase HGH, boost libido, and experience 68% better recovery with Dustin Baker. BioPro Plus contains a combination of powerful natural ingredients for boosting HGH, human growth hormone, and IGF-1, like elk antler, tribulus, and shilajit, all in their purest and most potent forms. What's interesting is elk antlers are the only mammalian appendage capable of continuous regeneration. These antlers grow an inch or more per day and have the fastest growth rate of any organ in the animal kingdom. I started taking one glass vial every morning and holding it under my tongue for 90 seconds before swallowing. And before I'd even finished my first kit, I was getting compliments on my skin and how I looked five to 10 years younger. You can even go back and look at some of my social media videos from earlier this year and you'll see how big of a difference there is. Since then, my energy has increased. I feel more motivated. My libido and sex drive came back. I've been losing fat. I'm stronger and recovering faster from my workouts and my hair is coming in thicker and it even stopped falling out. If my story resonates with you, I highly recommend you try BioPro Plus for yourself. When you feel it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And for a limited time, you can save $30 on your order by going to bioproteintech.com and entering discount code biohacks. That's B-I-O-P-R-O-T-E-I-N-T-E-C-H.com and discount code B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S. Now back to the show. It's, it's also interesting, like, just to have a little fun with, with wordplay and the different meaning of things. But like, as, as so many people have, you know, been told that we need to sterilize our hands, you know, constantly yeah. washing our hands, constantly using these, um, these hand sanitizers and, and, you know, bathing all the time and washing this stuff off of our body, like, as we've essentially sterilized our internal and external environment ad nauseum, is it a coincidence that so many people are experiencing reproductive challenges and having difficulty having babies? You know, mm -hmm. there is a sterilization that's taking place. And I realize there's a slightly different meaning of those words, but like the more we disconnect ourselves ourselves from life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it is it is it possible that that does interfere with our capacity to create life oh, for and to continue sure. the propagation of our species. That's why I like to think of uh, the things that we use as botanical biotics, biotic meaning life, antibiotic meaning anti-life, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So whether we're estrogens, whatever, uh, you know, getting too much estrogens in our boys, which is like kind of a subtle and gentle, not gentle, whatever, a long-term form of like a <coughs> chemical castration or, you know, mm -hmm. the oxybenzene and sunscreens that affects fertility for women, mm -hmm. um, or even oral care, um, you know, if we've got um, our mouth bacteria is off, that it can actually lead to a early term pregnancy 
Or, you mm-hmm. know, for women, unfortunately, there's been a lot about oh, that. Even Listerine in the 50s was was sold, and you can find these vintage ads on Google as a mm-hmm. douche. Listerine mm-hmm. as a feminine. Oh, wow. d- yes, I know. And that was because, oh, yeah, then Listerine, there was a couple of deaths. So then Lysol came in and was like, oh, Listerine was too strong. We got Lysol. Like, it's great. And the ads are crazy. Try, try the Lysol. Oh, douche yeah, try the Lysol because it's gentler. So, I mean, and then, so what's going what on with wrong? our yonis, you know, whether it's like the chemicals and tampons and blah, 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 we're literally messing with our, the yoni microbiome, which is very essential to women's health. And mm-hmm. literally, um, you know, a microbiome that's off balance in that area could literally be the infertility issue. And bringing mm-hmm. balance back to that area. Because for some, fertility could even be solved by that. But it's not a known thing, like, you know, as a path to think about. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's subtle. It's like, you know, death by a thousand cuts or whatever. This is, totally, and it's, yeah. I'm not saying death. I'm just saying, like, you know, disease and balance. It's this slow thing. And, on you know, often in the name of beauty and the name of, of all the ads we saw, we are often doing it to ourselves. Because we mm-hmm. think, you know, it's going to be the long-term solution for shiny hair and happy skin, but it ain't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'm going to, I want to talk a little bit more about like how to do the essential oil deodorant and some of your go-to products um, and, and things that you use every day. What are your top sellers and why? So um, we're going to come back to that. But like uh, just just giving people a little bit more and some some of our listeners probably already know this stuff but even things like just with what's what's gone on since 2020 and if you look back at the history of the tetanus v or, or, or shot like that was a sterilizing agent and it came out that that was being used to sterilize women and cause um essentially as like a contraceptive to, to, to stop birth and if if you start seeing these things from the perspective of perhaps a eugenicist or someone that would seek to dampen the population and control reproduction, then you're like, all right, I got to keep a little bit more of a, I got to, I got to keep my head on a swivel. Like I'm in a cockfight and be more aware and, 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 um, you know, conscious of what's going in and on my body, you know? So if, if let's say I wanted to start using essential sandalwood essential oil as a deodorant like is there a brand that you really like that you think is a reputable brand because i'm sure like like other products like essential oils there's probably some that are like really good and Mm -hmm. and some that have a whole bunch of junk in them you know totally well it's very important to have pure genuine distillations of essential oils and obviously i'm biased but we i think have one of the most beautiful selections i've been working with my distillers since i was like 18 19 20 so for, uh, you know, about 30 years on some of them. So we know them very well. A lot of them are fourth, fourth generation distillers. So, and we you carry- sell, You sell the essential oils on yeah, Living Libations? We do. And I think we oh, have nice. one, of the, one of the most beautiful collections. We have over 120 beautiful single essential oils and we have all the lab works by them. So we get everything third-party tested. So you can look at all the paperwork on each page. And then those are all the beautiful ingredients that we then use to make things like our poetic pits with our sandalwood and frankincense and all that. And then in, in my book, Renegade Beauty, and um, there's a whole chapter on, on formulas, you know, from making your own mascara at home to deodorant, to, 
to toothpaste. And my dental book has, has oral care recipes, but the Renegade Beauty really is chock full of, of kind of like head to toe. That's sweet. So you teach people how to make their own and like, so if they want to go buy it done for you, they can go to livinglibations.com and pick it up. Or if they're like, Hey, I want to like learn how to actually make this myself. They could get your book, Renegade Beauty, buy some of the individual ingredients and then yeah, you know, and then, start, you know, probably, cook, start yeah. cooking it up. Yeah, and then like some other really simple ingredients like getting that baking soda or some olive oil, you know, so making it easy. And then also we have just some exquisite formulas that, you know, I've been making. And uh, I, yeah, I love to cover every part of the body so that we don't have to dip into, you know, going to the drugstore. Because, yeah, that's what people are like, please, please, like make a shaving cream so I don't even have to. So eventually over the past 30 years, I've kind of made, we have like per, a whole range of perfumes. Like there's, uh, I'm going to send you some of our colognes because you're going to love that with your poetic Oh, thank you. Some yeah. shampoo, deodorant, baby products, um, things for like hyperpigmentation, melasma, things for rosacea. We've got a Shiva link. We've got a special, you know, we've got the yoni oils and then we have the man oil <laughs> and we make love mm. butters and lubricants that don't affect sperm motility. Mm. Yeah, like every, and then the whole dental care range, which, you know, is from the toothpaste to um, swishing oils to dental serums. So it's deep. Nice. I like it. So for someone like me who who doesn't have any of these products, right? Yeah. All, I've, all I've got, as I mentioned, is like the 3% food grade hydrogen <laughs> peroxide. And and I've got some like Bob's Red Mill baking soda somewhere. But <laughs> yeah. like, what, what would be like your, um, let's do like a starter pack for dudes yep. and a starter pack for uh, dames, Got it. Uh, men, men, men and women, like your best selling products that you would consider the essentials. How about we do, I'll well, start with like what men and women could both have. Cause we have a lot okay. like that's very, yeah. Like we either kind of masculine or feminine and then like everybody finds their thing, but okay. So I think everybody would need like a best skin ever. And what that does is that is like one bottle to do it all. So it's great for the men because they like to keep it simple. And then I, I do too. So even though, you know, I make all these beautiful things, I'm usually down to just like, give me that one bottle, keep it really simple. And that will cleanse your face. But it's like so simple. It's just like, or for women, it can, you know, take off their makeup their or their mascara or whatever. And then, you know, for the guys, it just does that washing. You can use it after as a beard oil. You could like put it into your hair, leave it in for a few days and then wash it out later to give yourself a scalp treatment. You could, um, right after you get out of the shower or bath, you could apply some. If you're sitting in the sun, you could just put a little on to give you that extra lubrication. If you have a beautiful massage every week, bring that oil, you know, like bring that to your massage therapist. So, and then for the men, there's like frankincense best can ever, sandalwood best can ever. And then the women, again, that could be used by men or women for sure. But like maybe the rose, you know, even though men use it, you know, that's not your first man choice. But so, so this, that, that will do that. And then I would say you need a poetic pit because that's a, that's a really toxic, you know, something you want to get off normal deodorants, normal. I don't know what normal mm-hmm. is, but you know, and then for, um, there's, unless, the po- you, unless you like uh, dementia. There you go. Unless you want dementia on the menu 50 years from now, (laughs) go for it. Um, In my book, Renegade Beauty, I have this whole little paragraph on like uh, all the fluoride side effects. And then each, each 
each effect or symptom is like documented with a footnote of like a scientific paper of like how mm-hmm. that happens. And then at the mm-hmm. end, I'm like, so go ahead and ask your dentist if fluoride is right for you after a list of like 50 side effects. Yeah. So that reminded me of like what you just said. Um, yeah. So the men that we've got radiant earth poetic pits, there's even sandalwood. We, it's so popular. We just took the straight oil and put it in a roll on bottle. If people just want that. Sweet. Then there's Maverick Poetic Pits is also a good man choice. And then the women, we've got Petal Pits, Rose Pits, Lavender Pits. And then I think everybody would need like a toothpaste. And I love a frankincense, uh, frankincense toothpaste, really good for sensitive teeth. But our favorite that we just made this year, um, it came out and it's, it's called Triple Mint and it has nanohydroxyapatate in it, which is a mineral that teeth are made out of. And for 40 years, that ingredient has been approved by NASA for astronauts to use in space so they don't have bone loss with their teeth. Because going up in space, there's PMF is, is also for astronauts so they don't mm-hmm. lose muscle mass, apparently. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely works. Where the people are going, I don't know. But anyway. I was just thinking that. I'm like, I, I don't know. But how it was much approved. NASA. <laughs> it was approved for bone loss. <laughs> and this ingredient has been in just a handful of toothpaste uh, around the world, but it's not obviously, it's like with a sea of like not good ingredients. So we are so excited that we can, you know, bring the quality to our, you know, bring that ingredient to our beautiful quality. So um, now, and again, most dentists say it works better than fluoride. Again, is the, right? That's a strange premise because there are issues with fluoride, but it's neat to see just normal dentists going, wow, this stuff really works. Um, what, with, what is that product again? It's, and it's like, a where does mineral it come called nanohydroxyapatite. And um, it's like also mineral that's in our teeth. Like most of the tooth is made up with that. So what you'll find just with using it is that it evens out the tooth surface. So it fills in like fissures and pits. It whitens um, all of our toothpaste whiten a bit. Even the baking soda hydrogen peroxide will whiten. Um, and then it also is really good for preventing cavities. It seems to also, all, my book goes into it more, but you can stop a cavity and you can reverse it. You have to go for it. Yeah. And you have to work with, you know, it's not just about brushing. It's a lot to do with nutrition because a cavity is actually forming because of a nutrition issue. That's primarily. That was a lot of like Weston happens. A. Price's work, right? It, like yeah, it, his, in, in his book, uh, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. Yes, that's a he great book. He saw that book. as soon as yeah, yeah the, the white he, devils started getting into these uh, like more indigenous cultures. That's when they started having dental issues, like the exactly. it was the sugar and the flour and all the processed junk. Yep. And he was able to visit like, you know, see <laughs> twins in the Hebrides and, and which is these Scottish Isles. And one twin would live at the port where there'd be that importing of all the sugar and the pastries. And then the other twin would live um, like her- like heritage, like live like he- they used to live in like the peat moss home and blah, blah, blah. You know, totally perfect bone structure. The twin in the port just like decay everywhere. Um, so combining his work and he was the president of the American Dental Association in 1930s as well. And so, yeah, he was great. And then if we combine it with just all this other knowledge, um, what we find is that this is really cool for cavities. So we've got a system in our teeth. There's actually a dentineal lymphatic system, if you can believe it. We have a lymph system in the teeth. <coughs> so we chew and the parotid glands, you know, send the substrates. There's all the chemical messages, activate the hypothalamus. It seems like everything always goes back to the hypothalamus, then back out to the body where we digest it. And so that 
nutrient comes up to the blood system. Then to the root of the tooth, it draws up, like kind of like tree roots. They draw up the nutrients. Then inside the pulp chamber, which is the part that gets cleared out if you have a, have a root canal, um, and I go into that in my books, what to do and all that kind of stuff. It's a big topic. Um, but anyway, so in that part, in the pulp chain chamber, that's when it becomes, it turns into a lymphatic fluid. And then through the odontoblast, they pump up this fluid onto the surface of the teeth. It's like this invisible microscopic sweat that comes out onto the tooth, coalesces with the saliva. And that's how they protect the tooth. They buffer the teeth. They prevent cavities, help the saliva, blah, blah, blah. Now, if we've got poor nutrition, stress, uh, not enough vitamin D from the sun or in the diet, not enough minerals or sugar, not the sugar sitting on the teeth, but the sugar from spiking the blood sugar. If that happens, this system, which goes you know, in the tooth, up and out of the tooth, actually stagnates. So then we don't get the nutrients coming in. Then if the, everything continues, then that system actually reverses. So it doesn't just become stagnant. It literally reverses, and then your tooth becomes like a straw, sucking in bacteria and viruses from the mouth into the tooth, into the pulp chamber, and that is the genesis of how a cavity is actually formed. So that I just I share because it's good to know. It's good to undo sort of like what we thought, you know, and, and it's good to know that the bones, our teeth, we do know it, but to really know it, because you would think by the creation of a lot of the stuff in the dental industry, like a mercury filling, that they don't know that the teeth are connected mm. to the body. But they or, are. Or that, mercury, or that mercury is not a known neurotoxin. Yeah. Like, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> oops. <laughs> oops. <laughs> and, and continually oops. Um, yeah. So I just think it's really good to know that. And then that is empowering to know because then you're like, okay, there's a system here. We know the system, right? So then you're activating and keeping yourself healthy with the vitamin D3, K2 combo, um, you know, you got just your basic minerals, then you're going to able to get that system happening again, get your own mouth doing that. And then the, um, you know, the, the tooth will start to repair. It may not be perfectly white again, but it's, for some it will. Some just have a bit of a, of a mark, but some, it's like uh, one dentist explained, it's sort of like a tree. And then that part of the tooth is actually stronger in the end, but it's no longer this mushy decay situation in your mouth. And, you know, it's, that's good to know because it's, it's in our hands and we've had a lot of people, that's how actually I found out I was at a holistic dentist in my twenties. She said I had a cavity. She's like, go home, do that oil, just do what you do and come back in six months and we'll x-ray it. I didn't even know there was a chance, right? I didn't even, cause all I knew from being a kid is like, that's the end, right? So you really, yeah. So you can, you can really clear and elevate whatever situation your mouth is in right now. I mean, the gums can, can revive, you know, you can get the alkaline saliva going again. You know, you can really change the situation of your mouth. Cause I know a lot of people can, can bump people out, especially, you know, last few years, a lot of people haven't, you know, sometimes it's good not to go to the dentist because maybe you're you know, starting to do work that maybe shouldn't be done or whatever. But a lot of people had to really think about how do we care for our teeth at home? And that's actually why I wrote the book. Because I was like, what do we do like every other day when we're not at the dentist? And how do we prevent those big decision moments at the dentist, which are not yeah. never fun? Right, right. For sure. Let's, let's talk a little bit about hair. And yeah. like, 
because both men and women, there's there's many um, men and women who have reached out and said, hey, how do I regrow hair? How do yeah, I make my hair you know, thicker and yeah. more full? How many times should I be washing it? What should I be washing it with? What else should I be doing? Can you can you speak a little bit on on some of those questions and, and yeah. for people so that want for thicker, sure, fuller men, hair? Whether you're men or men or women, we kind of can have hair things from different angles, which I think is apparent. But what basically is happening, there could be thyroid issues, a lot of time hormone issues, stress issues. And and for men or and women, it can be an issue with converting their uh, DHT, the dihydroxytestosterone. And then what happens is the pores in the scalp get smaller and smaller, and they start get waxy buildup, and then they're basically constricting and then stopping the sprout of hair being able to kind of come up and thrive. And um, that's happening in varying degrees. So, and that can also happen from just a buildup of stuff on the scalp. And by the time you're 30, 40, it can be kind of gross in there. So you really do want to be cleansing. You don't want to be using shampoos with a whole bunch of just chemicals because it's literally building up and never rinsing away. What we know now from... Um, from science, from people that were studying surfactants. I know. It's like, it's like I don't <laughs> yeah. want to use that word anymore. I know. I can like, uh, <laughs> Somebody. ruined science. <laughs> I'll just use research. Um, is yeah. that, you know, surfactants in like your foaming facial cleanser or your soap are literally leaving microscopic splinters in the stratum corneum on the top layer of the skin and like never leaving. And then that's leaving, leading to different issues on the skin. And that same thing's happening on the scalp. There's a lot that's not coming uh, out on a deep level. So I'm not a, you don't necessarily have to wash your hair a lot, but if you're having issues, then you want to actually wash it more regularly, which may feel really? a bit awkward. Yeah, because you're like, oh, it's fragile and it's shedding. And right now, I think we're having like a worldwide hair shedding crisis because COVID or whatever, the you know, virus. Yeah, has, I was going to, I was going to say 5G. Yeah, <laughs> has been like creating uh, hair shedding for people after like about a month. And sometimes it's lasting for many months. So you want to, you know, and if you're switching shampoos, of course, we make shampoo without sodium lauryl sulfate. It helps a lot of people. Um, again, but it may not be the only thing is switching your shampoo. It could be deeper than that. So if you're switching a good thing, um, I'll just pretend you're going to switch to our shampoo and you would you what you would do is use a bit of baking soda again in that first few washes because that's really going to lift off and clear the scalp. We also have some scalp oils infused with things like rosemary and pumpkin seed. So which you could also buy individually pumpkin seed oil internally and topically are wonderful. And so rosemary has a long history, rosemary essential oil of really helping the scalp. So what you can do a few, like depends on like, you know, you can do things just before you wash or if you have a few days at home where nobody's going to see you and you're all greasy headed, um, that's fun too. Or for some people, you know, you can do all this stuff with your hair and it doesn't show up. So, you know, I like to like sometimes just take a few days and I'm just oiling it every day, pouring on the rosemary and then washing it a few days later. But you can also do that a few hours before you wash. So that's sort of that care. And then looking at, in my book, Renegade Beauty, I've like where you could just check, like, you know, are you taking iodine? Like, have you looked at your thyroid? Mm. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And men, are you converting your DHT? Because you definitely want to be. And then 
what I have found to be the secret sauce, and I was going to write an article about that, but here we're doing it first here, is there is a little trifecta that I have found so powerful for hair that you can become like a little chia pet mm. and make it grow out of your hair. Okay, so spermidine. Yeah. Um, and I think the only one and only and the cleanest brand is Primadine. And they have a, also a really great gluten-free one out now. Um, yeah, she is my friend now because I was like, I need to know the spermidine lady. It's such a beautiful, uh, beautiful, beautiful. It's like I've, I've that's taken. A, that's, our, that's our reputation and a nickname you want to have after yeah. high school. <laughs> yes. I am in these past like 30 years of biohacking, I have pretty much tried every supplement and of course all the all the beautiful hair ones and everything because I'm always like what's the you know where especially where they're for beauty I have never in my life met a more beautiful supplement I mean really it's like a food right so spermidine is in every living thing and yes it is in sperm but it's in everything and they've been trying to find a way to extract it and make it available because it's a very anti-aging polyamine so spermidine will take care of right now six of the nine biomarkers of aging it does mitophagy, lipophagy, and autophagy without fasting. So it does total cellular cleanup, and it's working on such a deep level. It is so nourishing. But on a beauty level, in six days, you will have thicker, shinier hair. I've had it for a year now. And we also have made mascara with, with a peptide in it, which helps lash growth. But I literally have like doubled the length of my lashes with the spermidine. Yeah. And it, I mean, I never thought they would grow. You know what I mean? Like I just was like, you get the lashes you got. Um, so they're, that's, and they're, then, uh, they're, they're sold out everywhere. <laughs> oh, are they the primidine? Well, I'll hook. Well, the, the, at least this website I'm on says the primidine spermidine is, it's, it's oh, is sold that, out, but you could, you can pre-order it. I mean, it's not like gone forever. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, you, I'll you set you up. I'll set you up, Anthony. Yeah. That'd <laughs> know, be great. Yeah. So that is just like amazing. And I was already pretty amazed by it. Now then, there's a peptide, and I'll try and keep it brief because that's a whole other convo, um, but I know your people know about them. But there's the peptides called mm -hmm. bioregulators. Do you know about them? I think also you might want to. Yeah, the, the, the Russian yeah, peptide exactly. You know what I call them? The like... Russian IKEA peptides because they have such yeah. funny names like Glandorg yeah, and do. stuff. So there's yeah, one called gl – Glandicor <laughs> yeah. and Endolutin. Endolutin is yeah. – a miracle. So that is the pineal gland like bioregulator. That to yeah, me is like I feel the, a difference with that. Oh, don't you? Yeah, Everybody I do. that's been on it is just like, holy cow. You know, whether they're sort of young and fertile, perimenopausal, menopausal, men in their andropause, they're all like, wow. Because of course, mm -hmm. you know, the pineal gland. And there's so much research with the endolutin. Bill Lawrence might be a fun guest for you to have on. Um, okay. Yeah. So there's, so the endolutin with the spermidine, I was already like, wow. And it was literally like feeling like almost like I would wake up and feel like, oh, I can feel like the hair's a little thicker. Then to that, I've been really, I love the sun. I've got a book coming out on skin and sunshine. And one of the things I find so fascinating is the daytime production of melatonin in the mitochondria. Do you know about that? Mm -hmm. Like for, through through sunlight and yeah, that or, sort of or, thing. Yeah, well, or your yeah, sunlight for sure. But that's why red light actually really works is because it's really speaking to the mitochondria. Because what we know about melatonin is this story of the pineal gland at night, and then that's only about five percent of melatonin production, and that that circulates in the in the blood. But during the day, if we go outside, so we're naturally supposed to 
actually do is get sunlight and then our mitochondria produce melatonin in the mitochondria that is like the whole 95% of the story and they, it creates the most powerful antioxidant in your body, more powerful than glutathione. Glutathione ain't the master antioxidant anymore. And then our melatonin reserves um, sh shrink or whatever, like recede as we age. And then about 40, 50, you've got these other hormones that started to signal puberty in the body. They start coming and increasing by like so much, per, like by hundreds of percent. And then the melatonin's receding. But what the melatonin should do is then like squash that. Anyway, we haven't been getting enough melatonin, but the cool thing, and I never liked it at night. I didn't get it. It made me cranky and dream like weird. I would wake up feeling hungover. So I didn't use it. But the, but the cool thing is I started researching it and the daytime use of melatonin, that takes a little bit because uh, it's daytime and you might feel a bit nappy and you can take it at night too. Cause that it works. But what's great is about 30% of the population can't take it at night. And the daytime, there's just this whole other thing, especially once you get used to it. And you can really go high. So you can look up the work of Do Dr. Russell Ryder um, and high-dose melatonin. It also has no negative feedback loop. So you're not going to dull your own production. And there is no toxic amount, which is super cool too. So anyway, holy cow, we started doing that. And just hide like doing 200, 400 micrograms in the day, um, which was so life changing. And then we didn't know it was going to grow hair. But then, like, my husband and stuff, it's just like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, that thickness you had about like 20 years ago. It's all like, you know, because it was just a slow, I wouldn't even think his hair was any different. But then you're seeing the difference. And everybody that's been trying it is just like massively growing their hair. So that combo then of the spermidine and the lutein and some high-dose melatonin, which you're going to have to like, you know, research more or have somebody on. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's just yeah, we changing had, We did it. an episode with uh, Dr. John Laurent. Oh, he's great. He's, yes. I he's love got him. the Sandman, Sandman yes. suppositories. And um, yeah, I did. That's what we've I been using. 120 milligrams of, of melatonin yeah. suppositories last night. There so, you go. And this, it's this so is now, fun. I got it. Yeah. Try yeah. even more or higher ones. And then, you know, when you have gentler days, like, you know what I mean? Whatever that is, like start doing, you may need a couple like 10 minute naps. And then once you're, mm -hmm. it takes about three weeks and like I'm on 400 right now and I'm having like, you know, podcasts and stuff. I'm, I'm just totally normal now during the yeah. day with it. And it's so fun. And there's so much yeah. shine. You know, I already had, like, I was lucky. I have already had thick hair and stuff. So I feel lucky. But it just, like, amplified everything. And then nails. Like, I already had hard nails. And I was like, how do they get harder? And even, like, you know, I've been in skincare for 30 years. So I, I kind of have soft skin. But, oh, my God. The spermidine, too, on the skin was was amazing. So we're making even how much a spermidine are, How cream. much are you taking? Of, of the spermidine. Well, okay. So yeah. just to clarify the yeah. melatonin, you're doing the melatonin suppositories during the day. Yeah. But you really could do them at night. I'm just like not a night person. So whatever works, mm -hmm. but I also just, even if they are, if melatonin is good for you at, in the, at night, try it during the day. Cause it's like, you kind of, once you get, once you kind of bring it into your body, you're like, Oh my God, I think that was what was kind of missing. Like, it's just like, mm -hmm. it's so hard to explain, but I don't know now. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's right. Like, well, I mean, yeah. we're we're in an environment where because of all I mean, 
the light pollution. Most of our listeners, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's light pollution. It's a, it's wireless electrical pollution. Yes, this, the Wi-Fi and the phones are the exact same thing to our body. They they spike the cortisol the same way, which drives down the melatonin. Yeah. And and when you look, I think there's a huge connection between blue light electricity, yeah. especially wireless electricity and cancer. Yeah. And we see oh. when a lot of people are dealing with cancer, they will have, um, they will take one milligram per pound of body weight of yes. melatonin yes. as a part of their program yes. and even put install like red lights and Edison bulbs throughout their house to get rid of the artificial light and dramatically cut down on screens and all of that. Yeah. So there's, there's a variety of applications there and I'm not claiming any piece of medical advice. I'm just sharing information that I've learned from other, from, from other practitioners who are doing pretty cool work in the, the cancer field. So in mel- in bodies that don't have melatonin, <laughs> tumors grow at night. Yep. And that's, they grow. So if the moment you bring in melatonin and probably more is needed than that one little microgram a night that's in most things. And then there's shrinkage. Of, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. The, the melatonin cancer research is fascinating. Mm-hmm. And that's Absolutely. Dr. Russell Ryder. He's got some, like a great two hour lecture on YouTube. Dr. Russell Ryder. And he's right. really influenced, or he's like the main, uh, main source for, uh, for John Lawrence, Dr. John Lawrence, who's awesome. Oh, nice. And then how much spermidine did you say you're taking? Like, So if, the if- recommended is three, and that's very effective, and that's really all you need to take. Three milligrams? But of course, I often or take three more. capsules? Three, well, three little, like they've got capsules or the little um, pressed things of chlorella, and that's gluten-free. And it really, yeah, so, they, so spermidine in this extract has only been available for the past two years, so it's really new to to our, to our, whatever biohacking worlds. Mm-hmm. And there is a and synthetic it, version, so, but it's not good. Right. And spermidine, it comes from wheat, doesn't it? Yeah. So what they've, so uh, my friend primidine, they've taken the, or like the organic wheat germ and then that mm-hmm. is, ex- it's extracted from there and then they remove the oils so they don't go rancid, which is key. Cause there is another brand. You can smell the rancidity. Now mm-hmm. I, I haven't eaten gluten in like a decade and most people I know don't, but everybody mm-hmm. seemed fine with the, the original spermidine, which does have a micro amount of gluten, but even people, not that you want to try it, but even people with celiac were like doing okay with it, but that's mm-hmm. definitely do that with your doctor. But now they have the, uh, a version made from chlorella and it's mm-hmm. totally gluten-free and it's I amazing like and it really helps sleep scores too. Like if anybody's mm. doing the aura ring, you will definitely see an improvement in that, even with the heart rate vari- variability as well. It's pretty So it amazing. would be three three tablets of the chlorella or the other one, yeah, or the, or the other one. Yeah, okay. like I've been known to take six to ten. <laughs> okay, but All it right, definitely nice works with up. the three because because you know I'm a maximizer and I like to go hard sometimes. So <laughs> yeah, me too. Because like more is better, right? Yeah. And also like I like to experiment so I can tell y'all, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, beautiful. This is awesome. I mean, I feel like we've we've covered a tremendous amount of valuable information. And guys, if, if you've been enjoying this conversation and um, everything that Nadine is sharing, go to livinglibations.com. 
pick up the best skin ever, the, the poetic pits, the toothpaste, the, the shampoo. Um, Black, what about soap? We didn't talk about soap. Oh, yeah. What should we be washing our body yeah, with? Or should question. we be washing our body? Keep it just to pits and bits, <laughs> the soap, yeah. you know, just the pits and the bits. You don't need to be scrubbing. Like you're not, That's why we also talk about washing the face with the oil with the best skin ever, because we're never going to mm. use soap on our face or like yeah. our arms that doesn't need it. And we do have, we do make a beautiful clay soap and a charcoal soap. And, you know, you can just use that. And of course you want to scrub your nails though and keep your hands washed, but that's mm-hmm. it. That's all the soap yeah. is needed for. Totally. One of, um, one of my buddies who I lived with for a long time, I remember this was probably like 2011 or 2012. I had, um, I had, what was that stuff called? Clearacel oh, in, yeah. the, in, in the shower. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, Dude. you're like, he's like, you're like 25. Why are you buying Clearacel? And I'm like, I'm just, so I don't get, uh, so I don't get any acne. You know what I mean? I want my skin to look good. He's like, I haven't washed my face in like 15 years. Yeah. And I'm like, come on. And he had like perfect skin. You know yeah. what I mean? He goes, dude, it's, it's a scam. Like you don't need to be washing your face. It's probably actually the reason that you would break out. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I just stopped. I was like, why not try to save some money and see if this works? And I've never gone back. I haven't washed my face since like 2011. Perfect. Well, now you can just use a, like a wet cloth and just a bit of oil if you choose to get that on your beard. And then we'll just take your beautiful skin and just step it up a notch. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. No, this has been fantastic. So, um, guys, discount code biohacks, Go to livinglibations.com uh, and, and show your support for Nadine and, and the value that you've gotten from this combination or conversation. <laughs> and uh, Nadine, anything else that you would like to share with our listeners or any pieces of wisdom that you would like to impart before we land this plane? I don't know if I have wisdom, but uh, feel free like to email us. We're really you know there to answer any kind of oral or health or beauty question, do our best. And we also do free consults. So like just just for fun. And, uh, that's totally available to y'all and yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. This has been a a fascinating and enjoyable conversation and I'm looking forward to integrating some of uh, your products into my personal hygiene routine. Perfect. So in early 2022, almost out of nowhere, I started experiencing massive changes in my body and mental health. My hair was thinning and falling out faster than ever before. I was experiencing mood fluctuations. I was putting on body fat, losing strength and muscle mass. I was even having a harder time remembering certain people's names and things that I knew I knew. My face looked older and I had more wrinkles and there was a noticeable decrease in my sex drive. And then one of the guests that I had on our podcast introduced me to a product called BioPro Plus that naturally boosts your IGF-1 and human growth hormone levels. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check out episode 265 on how to increase HGH, boost libido, and experience 68% better recovery with Dustin Baker. BioPro Plus contains a combination of powerful natural ingredients for boosting HGH, human growth hormone, and IGF-1, like elk antler, tribulus, and shilajit, all in their purest and most potent forms. What's interesting is elk antlers are the only mammalian appendage capable of continuous regeneration. These antlers grow an inch or more per day and have the fastest growth rate of any organ in the animal kingdom. I started taking one glass vial every morning and holding it under my tongue for 90 seconds before 
before swallowing. And before I'd even finished my first kit, I was getting compliments on my skin and how I looked five to 10 years younger. You can even go back and look at some of my social media videos from earlier this year, and you'll see how big of a difference there is. Since then, my energy has increased. I feel more motivated. My libido and sex drive came back. I've been losing fat. I'm stronger and recovering faster from my workouts. And my hair is coming in thicker and it even stopped falling out. If my story resonates with you, I highly recommend you try BioPro Plus for yourself. When you feel it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And for a limited time, you can save $30 on your order by going to bioproteintech.com and entering discount code biohacks. That's B-I-O-P-R-O-T-E-I-N-T-E-C-H.com and discount code B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S. 